are listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You know, some people find it hard to accept that they can be leaders because they've been trained to work towards someone else's measurements and ratings. But leading with no apologies means that you have a deep conviction that drives you to accomplish your picture of success, even when it looks like you're the only one on the bus. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Cole, and I'm excited that you chose to take a few minutes out of your schedule to listen in today. This is episode one. That's right, episode number one, and I'm glad about it. For a long time, I was debating whether or not to launch this podcast. and I had my reasons. Most of them were limiting beliefs, but after talking with a few mentors, they encouraged me and reminded me that I had the content and the context to add value to you, the listener, my fellow Kingdom Mogul. So here we are, episode number one of the Kingdom Mogul podcast. So maybe you're wondering what this podcast is all about. The Kingdom Mogul podcast is a place where you can come and get encouraged and equipped to develop into a, the better version of yourself. A Kingdom Mogul is someone who believes that they've been blessed with the tools to impact the world and they're willing to use their gifts to create as many value streams as they can while they can. They know it's bigger than them. That the reason that they are here on earth is to use everything they have to impact as many people as they can. And my passion is helping leaders develop a framework to maximize their influence. And I also like to help those who have yet to realize their leadership potential. I believe that we're all here. We're, we're all created to lead in a specific domain of gifting. However, some of us have failed to identify what that domain is. And so I get pleasure out of helping leaders find their domain of influence and creating tremendous value in it. So on this show, the Kingdom Mogul podcast, we will be unpacking the lives of leaders from various industries. We'll talk about their successes, yes, but the heart of this show is to uncover the things that, that make them tick. So on this first episode, we will be talking with Andre Ebron, who is an educator, a dean of students at his school, as well as a parent-teacher liaison, um, and a community leader as well. And in this interview, we will be discussing the importance of parent and teacher interaction and what he's doing to improve the landscape of the educational system. So let's dig in. Embrace the value that Mr. Ebron has to offer here on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. What are you doing on your perfect day? On my perfect day, I am impacting and influencing families mm -hmm. and helping people achieve and come to realization of their purpose. Mm -hmm. I am helping people actualize their dreams. Uh, I'm spending time with my wonderful wife and my children right. and I'm building kingdom. Good stuff. So Good that's stuff. On, my, on my best day. Good stuff. Good. So tell us how you are influencing Detroit. Well, I am a dean of students at a Cornerstone Charter School. Mm -hmm. We currently serve a population of over 900 students. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and there I'm helping to shape and to mold culture and climate. Good stuff. I am uh, encouraging them to know that there are no limitations besides the ones they set up for themselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm also a minister okay. at Kano's International Church. Good stuff. Um, a proud brother of the esteemed fraternity Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity yeah, 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 Incorporated. Good stuff, man. And uh, I'm a part of a, an emerging, you should see this, it's, it's, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Buff Connect, Black yeah. United Fund Connect. And we're learning to actually take uh, what it is that we do and uh, we get out there, we get young professionals mm -hmm. that are looking to increase their involvement in philanthropy. Good so, stuff, good stuff, good oh, stuff, yeah. good stuff, man. So what is your profile of an effective educational leader? Because we're talking about educational leadership today, right? Correct. So, so what is your profile of an effective educational leader? Well, in order to be effective, the first thing, everything revolves around relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that there are three types of people in the world. You have those that are extremely passionate but not competent. Right, right. You have those who are extremely competent but not passionate. Okay. And then you have the perfect blend or someone that would make an effective educational leader mm -hmm. who is both passionate and competent. So you begin to build those relationships with the students because the old adage says what? People don't care how much you know, Unless you know how much until you care. they know how much you care. Right. So you build those relationships with the students and families, mm -hmm. and you learn a way to integrate and increase parent involvement. Okay. But then you also have the content to be able to extract the potential. Because I don't believe that teaching is something where you're just dumping knowledge into someone's mm -hmm. head, mm -hmm. but I believe it's the knowledge you provide that sparks that interest, that intrinsic motivation that draws out of them what mm -hmm. is already there. Just being transformational. Transformational. Right. Good stuff, good stuff. So when you survey your, your life, and your experiences and your schooling, what are you most proud of? Uh, when I survey my life, uh, of course, my most proud moments have nothing to do with, with, <laughs> with education and mm -hmm. learning uh, as far as the formal environment, but mm -hmm. it has to do with being a husband and being a father. And right. Being in ministry is wherever your feet try, according right. to the word of God. Right. But I think that I enjoy my students coming back to me, mm -hmm. the ones who I've had. Like, check this out. I had a student come back to me. I mm -hmm. was in law school. Mm -hmm. And I took some time off to do the family thing and mm -hmm. helping to build my family. And he was on my debate team. Okay. And he came back. He said, Mr. Ebron, are you still in law school? Mm. I said, no, not, not at this moment. Mm -hmm. And I had taught him about not being comfortable and right. pushing past those limits and doing those things. He said to me, he said, well, I get it, Mr. Ebron. We all get a little comfortable. Wow. And, you know, in my mind, I wanted to say, right. well, no, wait, 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 step back a little. Hold Step back. But uh, what I did was mm -hmm. I took what he had to say because it was the principles I taught him right. coming right back to right, me. Right. And I told him, thank you for the encouragement and the motivation and uh, making strides to go that direction. Good stuff, man. So I would imagine as a dean of students, part of your responsibility is to make sure that the culture of the school matches the mission and vision of the school, right? Correct. Um, so how have you been able to do that at Cornerstone? Well, we have every third Monday of the month, we mm -hmm. have what's called Motivation Monday. Okay. Well, we bring in, matter of fact, we're going to have to have you there. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Uh, but we have to... Uh, well, we bring in professionals, okay. and we bring in professionals from all industries to help motivate. Right. And I tell them, I'm less interested in necessarily what your technical capacity is, mm -hmm. as I am in you sharing your journey with mm -hmm. the children. So uh, we bring in professionals like that. We also are a positive behavior intervention school, gotcha. which means we focus less on the negative and mm -hmm. more on accentuating the positives. Good because. Stuff. People will, they'll provide for you what it is you expect. Mm -hmm. So if you're focusing on that cyclical pattern of the negative, mm -hmm. then what are you going to get? Negative. More of the negative. Right, right. But if you're focusing on the positive, then you're going to cause those students who may not be reaching that bar to aim towards 
reaching right. that bar. Right. So we do that on a daily basis. We give affirmations. Uh, we have student leadership, peer mm -hmm. coaching, uh, conflict resolution, mm -hmm. coping strategies, relaxation techniques. Good stuff. So really teaching them how to holistically address their character. Right. So we we take Galatians five twenty two and we put it into action. Good stuff, man. What is the what is the core of those behavioral issues that that you're seeing? Uh, I'll tell you wholeheartedly. It's a mismanagement of emotions. Hmm. And people make emotional decisions. Hmm. And if we can get people, because I tell people, it's not so much what you think, mm -hmm. but it's how you feel about right. what you thought. Right. And so most times the students are, whether it's disrespect to the teachers or whether it's disrespect to one another, mm -hmm. it's always a sense of them, I felt this way, mm -hmm. so I had to respond this way. So, so okay. teaching them, or have to react this way. So okay. it's teaching them to respond instead of react. Okay. It's teaching them to think first. It's teaching them to put their intellect above their emotions and really considering the other person. And when we grew up, it was simple. What? The golden rule, right? Yeah, treat treat others, others right. the way you want to be treated. Right. I believe that family is important. I'm pretty sure you do, too, because you have a wonderful family and you work with families Thank at your school. You. Yes, sir. Um, so how important is it for uh, parents to create an environment where their children can thrive? Well, statistically, we know mm -hmm. that when parents are involved, Students are apt to achieve more and okay. to be more successful. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the most the, the greatest challenges as a dean of students is when we do all of this work at school of promoting <laughs> character, mm -hmm. and then they go home to an environment. It gets erased. It gets erased. Mm -hmm. So literally every day we're starting from scratch. Right. Uh, there was a TEDx talk where they were talking about mama's rules, mm -hmm. right? So I get some of that every day where mm -hmm. people come in and say, my mama said if someone hits me, I hit am to back. hit them back. And I said, well, listen. I'm not going to try to interfere with what your mom has taught Correct. you, but let me teach you what happens in this environment. Okay. If you do that, here are the set of consequences right. that you must be willing to endure. Right. Now, if you would be, are you willing to endure those consequences? <laughs> right. Then take full action on what mom has said. But parental involvement is the key to student success. Okay. If a student has their parent involved, and the parent doesn't have to necessarily know, because we get some of that mm -hmm. in the school environment, that if a parent may have a challenge like helping with the homework mm -hmm. or they themselves didn't really achieve like in the academic environment, mm -hmm. they are a little intimidated to engage because teachers and principals, administrators will begin to speak that, that mm -hmm. you know, the language, the jargon, yeah. the jargon right. and it throws them off. So right. rather than look inferior, they just don't engage. Right, right. So I might be in the environment and uh, I might be using informal language to engage them, mm -hmm. but the main thing that we walk away with is an understanding. Good stuff. Yeah. I would imagine that as a parent who may not have graduated high school and probably had kids early, didn't get an opportunity to go to college or didn't have anybody in their family that spoke the educational jargon that, that we know, I would imagine that coming into a school um, where we see professionals, it would be difficult to kind of navigate that system, right? So how do you, as a dean of students, as an educational leader in your, in your, in your uh, domain, how do, you, how do you make sure that the parents um, feel comfortable, first of all, coming to your school and feel comfortable speaking um, the language um, that you speak? Well, I'll tell you, I'm pretty basic. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe this principle whole, wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. that love conquers all. Yes, sir. And so I approach them with love. Mm -hmm. I let them know that I love their children. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when somebody loves you and you know that they, they love you back, mm -hmm. you can have tough conversations right. where you may not walk away with the desired result that you want, 
but you know the motive is love, mm-hmm. so you're willing to receive. Yes, sir. Yes, and so sir. I love my parents. I love my students. I'm an advocate first. Mm-hmm. My background before going into to education was human services. Good stuff. And so uh, I've worked in foster care capacity. So I understand that. And I tell them, there's nothing you can tell me mm-hmm. that would make me look at you differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I value you wholeheartedly just because you live and breathe there. Mm-hmm. You know? And so when they know that you value them, you value their input. Yes, sir. Because I'll tell you honestly. Do you know it's some educators or administrators who believe that just because the student's not achieving or they may not have everything, mm-hmm. that that parent doesn't love them. Mm. And that's not true. Wow. Because the parent loves them, but they may not have the capacity or resource to provide for them. Wow. So we as advocates in that educational environment, we must partner with the parent to mm-hmm. say, you know what? You're the resident expert mm-hmm. because this is your child, mm-hmm. but we're just going to help you do for your child what it is you envision. Right, right. I'm on their team. Good stuff. So when, when, you, when you look at our educational system here in our city, what are you most proud of? Uh, I'm most proud of the teachers that get on the front line mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that teacher that comes early and stays late. Mm-hmm. That teacher that brings in Vaseline and soap. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, that teacher that views those children with value. Good stuff. Um, it, I'm most proud of that because mm-hmm. when you wake up every day, and you know in the teaching profession, it's definitely not about the money. Mm-mm. But it yes, has sir. to be about empowering our children. Yes, sir. I say our investment in our children is securing our future. Yes, sir. It's not that our children are just our future, but the way things are moving now, our children are our present. Good stuff. Our city is producing some great leaders coming up, right? Yes, sir. And I'm excited about these next 10, 15, 20 years because um, I'm seeing young people who are not only passionate about their dreams, but they're actually want, they want to get the skill set to be able to be effective, right? Correct. And so when you when you look at this next generation, what can you say to them um, to empower them even more to to continue uh, to be those whether educational leaders or entrepreneurial leaders, but to be a leader in their own domain? Uh, simply about your thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, be willing to be the smallest person in the room in order to grow, mm-hmm. and be willing to be the largest person in the room in order to teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be fluid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, become all things to all men. Right. You might save them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's all about the biblical background. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Proverbs, it says, as a man, what? Thinketh Think in his heart. So is so he. Is he. Mm-hmm. So I would tell them, be mindful of those that you allow to influence your eye gate, your ear gates, right. what grows into your heart. Right. Because out of your heart, is going to flow the issues of your life. Don't, right. don't necessarily always be so focused. Have that work-life balance. Right. And I tell them like this. I said, it's not... Uh, what are you going to do when you grow up that mm-hmm. I'm so interested in? I'm more interested in who are you going to become? There you go. Because if you can get down to the who you're going to become, mm-hmm. the doing is easy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. To learn more about this podcast and other resources, visit jessespeaks.com. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Jesse Cole.